Unlocking Your World of Creativity with best-selling author and brand innovator, Mark Stinson. Mark introduces you to some of the world's leading creative talent from publishing, film, music, restaurants, medical research, and more. You'll discover how to tap into your most original thinking, how to organize your ideas, and most of all, how to make the connections and create the opportunities to launch your creative work. Unlocking your world of creativity. Welcome back, friends, to our podcast, Unlocking Your World of Creativity. And it's my pleasure today to be talking with a marketeer from Philadelphia, Jackie Bruch. Jackie, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. It's going to be so fun to compare creative notes in a very data and technology driven business. And that is the management of data in clinical trials. Um, you know, what we do is really revolutionary for teams that are typically using paper for everything. And the, the fact of the matter is the world is digital. And especially now in the post-COVID world, we are all using digital way more than we ever have. Um, and I think that we're seeing that after almost two years of COVID, we're probably going to keep using technology for a lot of things. And uh, clinical trials and healthcare is, is no different. Yeah, well, Open Clinica seems the type of company that's doing a lot of innovative things in that records management space. What do you feel like was the creative burn, the creative problem that the company is really trying to address? Yeah, that's a great question. So I would say that as patients are participating in clinical trials, there's data from many different sources that clinical trial professionals need to collect and have access to, to really make sure that their clinical trial is a success. And so the need there is to make sure that your data is accurate, it's clean, it's clear, and that ultimately it's actionable and that at the end of your clinical trial, you have data that tells you a story about whatever you're testing, the drug or treatment that you're testing. And so, you know, what we do is really help clinical trial professionals, data managers, clinical researchers, you know, biotechnology and pharmaceutical companies really get the information that they need to make their clinical trials successful. And then your role in marketing that kind of service, it's got to be a creative challenge. It really is because, you know, as marketers, I think our job is to really ask the right questions and understand everything about our product, everything about the industry, and really understand those pain points so that we can market effectively to our audience. And so for me, the creative challenge is all about really getting at those pain points and creating the marketing materials and programs and campaigns that resonate with our audience, just like every other marketer. But we do it in a way where we're trying to reach people who are extremely busy. And again, especially with COVID-19, you know, there's added pressure on these professionals right now. And so it's even more difficult to make sure that we find the right messages and even more important that we find the right messages that, that reach them and resonate with them. Well, I always have fun comparing creative notes with folks like you, Jackie, and trying to make this really practical. And I think about, like, is there a creative challenge on your desk today that you say, I'm really going to have to put that right side of my brain to work? Yeah. So one of the things that we're launching right now or in the midst of working on is a video program. Video is, I think, becoming an extremely important part of marketing and marketing programs. And when I say video, what I really mean is not so much the actual form of video, but getting your people on camera to give a face to your business and also to get your thought leaders actually presenting their ideas and, and talking about the things that are 
you know, resonating for them and, and sort of trending in the industry. So I'm working right now with our team to kind of develop that strategy and really take our video strategy to the next level. We don't want to just explain to people what we do. We want to push the envelope on, you know, the ideas and the strategies that are already out there and say, you know, how can we take this a step further? And one of the ways I think we can do that is through video and videos that are, you know, one to two minutes long, not long, right? Enough where you can watch it. And in a minute, you sort of get the idea and then you can explore and learn more if you want. So that, that creative challenge is something that I truly enjoy because, you know, you're, you're getting to work with people and um, talk to them sort of how we are right now, Yes. but you know, you're taking it a step further and sort of building that as part of your marketing strategy and as part of your marketing campaign. And thinking about your own personal creative approach, do you have a way when you say I'm faced with a creative challenge, creative question, even an approach you'd like to take? I guess I would call it your own personal creative brief. What's the first step that you like to take with a creative problem? It's such a great question. So, you know, I'm a trained writer. I went to school to learn how to be a professional writer. And I often tell people that writing the book is easy. It's writing the title that is difficult. There you go. Um, And so how I do that is, you know, I really start to just throw a document up there and start to think through ideas. And as I'm writing more and more, the same way I am when I'm writing a book, right? As I'm thinking about more and more titles, I can eventually come up with something that, you know, is, is punch worthy. And again, it's working in collaboration with my team. I don't do it. Don't try to do it alone. I think it's really important to, you know, to take those, those creative challenges and, and embrace them as an opportunity to bring together all the creative minds in your business, some of whom may be outside of marketing and that's okay. And that's perfect. Actually, that's what you want. You want to make sure that you're working with kind of all sides of the business to make sure that you're coming up with something that is really, really creative and innovative. And then I guess coming back to the use of technology, oftentimes we say, well, I just want to be creative, but your list of technology tools is quite extensive. How do you find the application of technology to your creative problem solving? Yeah. As a marketer, we all know there's so many different technologies out there. You know, when you start to look at a MarTech stack, it can get very long. The list can get very long. And so I think it's really about, for me, our marketing strategy has four pillars. When I'm thinking about those four pillars, I'm thinking about the things that are going to ladder up into each of the pillars and how we're going to successfully execute on that pillar or that strategy. And so from there, that's when you start to build out the campaign and start to understand, you know, our demand gen pillar is going to be much different than say our brand identity pillar and the technologies that we use for demand gen maybe, you know, paid advertising channels like LinkedIn and Google, whereas our brand identity channel may be something like organic LinkedIn posts, where we're really just trying to build our brand on social media. And so I think when you start to kind of break down your pillars and your strategy, that's where you can really start to hone in on your technologies and how you want to use them to be most effective. Mm -hmm. And I really wanted to underscore something you said a moment ago about working as a team. Creativity is a team sport, isn't it? How do you find that, especially in our remote working universe that we live in now? How's the team collaboration for you? Yeah, I think it's so important to really bring people along, right? And uh, for me, it's, it's about not just reaching out to somebody when I need help, but about bringing them along for everything that we're doing. So for me, I send at least a monthly email explaining what happened in the last month with marketing. But during that month, I'm also consistently emailing people to let them know what we're posting about, 
what we're doing, the campaigns that we're running, and not just the leadership team, but really the entire team, all staff, because every person at your company should be a marketer. They should be doing some form of marketing for you. You know, your efforts are only as strong as the people that are supporting it. So if you can get everybody on board and collaborating with you and and contributing to the messages that you're putting out into the market, that's the way to win, in my opinion. So to me, the collaboration is really about making sure I'm bringing people along for the story and the whole journey and not just when I need something. Because as we all know, people's jobs are not marketing. It's not their, their top priority, right? They'll help you when they can. But I think it's really important, again, to just bring them along for that whole journey, because then when you do need something or they have an idea, you can collaborate on the next great thing, the, the next blog, the next video, the next ebook, whatever it might be. And similar to the work that your company does in clinical trials, you know, marketing is kind of an R&D process sometimes too, isn't it? And the ideas don't always work. And so I'm curious how I guess you face those, call them failures, if you will, but when the tactic simply isn't working, what do you do? Yeah, you know, it's so cliche to say, but I I truly have found this to be a true statement. And that is that, you know, with every failure, you're closer to success. So when you fail, you need to look at it as, okay, it didn't work. I worked for a company once. We had a conference room called GEMO, G-E-M-O. It stood for get good enough, move on, right? And that's the point is, okay, when something is good enough, when something is maybe not working, let's move on. Let's move to the next idea. And, you know, in marketing, it's a, it's a balance. It's a balance of, okay, I need to test this and see if it's, is it really not working or does it just need more time? Or is it something that's truly failing and we need to move to the next thing? So, you know, I think for me, when I look at failure, it's really about using that as the fire to propel you on to the next great thing. And that has, for me, been a huge part of my success in my career. Wonderful. And where do you get your own inspiration? Is there anything that you're reading or following these days or creative experts that you like to benchmark? Yeah. So um, I follow a bunch of different, I guess, organizations, you could say. So Content Marketing Institute is one that I truly love. As you can tell, I'm pretty much a content marketer at heart. I think content marketing is where everything stems, right? So it's the heart of your marketing program. If you don't have that, you don't have the messaging for your ads. You don't have, you know, the organic posts all of that stuff. It's all stems from your content program and your content marketing. So I follow that. I follow um, American Marketing Association. And then the MarTech platforms that are out there all have really good blogs and different, you know, um, just newsletters and things that you can follow. So I like HubSpot. Drift is a new company coming up with chatbots and things like that for your site. So really following along, even if you're not using that product, following along with those technologies so that you can, you know, see what's kind of up and coming and then incorporate that into your strategy. And you really spent a lot of time uh, with your personal brand and not just in a way that says I'm looking for the next job, but it's like really as a content marketer, as we always say, physician, heal thyself. You've been looking at your own brand and developed quite a nice personal website. How did you organize those ideas? Yeah. So for me, part of marketing and I, I touched on this a little bit when we were talking about sort of employee engagement and bringing people along for the journey, but so much of marketing, in my opinion, is about relationship building. The portfolios and things that I've created for myself, and even the content that I put out on my own personal LinkedIn is to build my own brand, but it's also to gain the trust of my audience, right? Marketers sort of sometimes get a bad rap when they're putting stuff out 
you know, you want to make sure that you're amplifying the voices of your thought leaders. And that can be difficult if you've got marketing in your, in your title. So I think it's important to really build up your own brand to gain the trust of the audience that you're reaching, whether that's for a new job or to reach the audience that you're currently trying to reach in your current position, or even the employees that, you know, work at your own company, they will see that and sort of follow along. And as you know, they're seeing the example in front of them of, oh, you know, this is how we can kind of post to get further along in our messaging. So that's the way that I look at it is really, um, you know, your personal brand is a way to build the relationships with the people that you work with and the people that you're trying to reach. And as you think about that, then how do you see things over the horizon? What's the future hold in your mind? I'm new in my role currently working on building out a team. I think we're in a very exciting time, as weird as that is to say, because with COVID, there is so many, there are so many opportunities for us to take a look at the way we always, we've always done things and say, is this working or is it a failure or is it a way for us to, is this a good inflection point for us to take a look at what we're doing and make a change? So I think as we go on here in the next year or two, I think we're going to see many businesses, many of which have never really incorporated a digital marketing strategy, start to incorporate that. I mean, you know, I've, I go to my local restaurant and there's a QR code on the table now for me to scan and look at the menu. So I don't have to touch a physical menu. Yes, That's a new change for me. I never had that experience here in, in my town. So I think that we're going to continue to see that. And I think it's a pretty blanketed statement, but I think it's one that many, many businesses will will take on as we move forward here in the next couple of months and years, to be honest with you. Yeah, I agree. Many opportunities for sure. Well, Jackie, what a wonderful conversation. I've enjoyed comparing creative notes with you. Remind us how we can uh, find you, follow your work and stay in touch. Yeah. So you can find me on LinkedIn. It's just at Jackie Bruch. That's where I prefer to connect with people and you can, you can follow me there and you can see all the things that we're doing. And then of course, if you're interested in looking at my portfolio, my personal branding work, you can follow the along there at JackieBruch.com. Fantastic. Well, such a great conversation and wish you all the best. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Yeah. And listeners, I think you've gotten a lot of good ideas and examples and even some specific things to follow and ideas to kind of build your own personal brand. And that's what's exciting about this program. So I'm hoping you'll follow along with us, subscribe to our podcast and come along for our next episode. I'm Mark Stenson, and we've been unlocking your world of creativity. We'll see you next time. Unlocking your world of creativity with best-selling author and brand innovator, Mark Stinson. This program was produced by BSB Media, creators of IntelliKey Leadership Stories, Unlocking Your World of Creativity, and thepeaceroom.love. We've created a special offer just for listeners of the podcast. You can get the book, A World of Creativity, for a special price of $5.98 for paperback. And the Kindle version is only 99 cents. Go to mark-stinson.com to take advantage of this special offer. Our podcast is supported by Adobe and the Adobe Creative Cloud, the world's best creative app and services, so you can make almost anything you can imagine wherever you're inspired. We use Adobe to help make this podcast, using Audition, Premiere Rush, InDesign, and more. So join the creative community with the Adobe Creative Cloud, and let's make something better, unlocking your world of creativity.